Hello, everyone, and welcome to Disney WTF. This is episode 28. And for those that don't know us by now, we're a Disney couple. One of us is a Disney fanatic and one of us is not. But somehow we've made a way to make this relationship work. Definitely. Yes. All the way to marriage. I like that intro. Change it up a little bit. I know. I'm going to stick with it. Very spur of the moment of you. Hope you guys like that. (laughs) How are you doing today? Tonight? Today? I feel great. (laughs) Now that it's the holiday season, I feel like my default answer is going to be, I feel great. Mm. Um, Are you in the holiday spirit yet? Not yet, no. I was going to ask you on the last episode, when when does that happen for you? Like after Thanksgiving. It, after Thanksgiving. Yeah, right on my birthday. So when do you December think is 1st. the earliest that people can? Anyone wants to send me a gift? No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> when when do you think is the earliest acceptable time to play Christmas music? After Thanksgiving. Okay, so Thanksgiving Day. Like that night. Like oh, really? At twelve, if you want, you can start. <laughs> That's my rule, I think. Like anything after that, you're legit. But I mean, obviously now it's like. October, you know, or like before even Halloween stuff is out, people are starting to shop for Christmas and do that kind of stuff. So, yeah, that's true. I don't know. It's tough. It is tough, but we even did a Disney episode about the holidays. Well, I guess Thanksgiving is kind of the holidays too, but. Well, and here's the thing at Disney, since holidays get started so early because it allows the greatest amount of people to see like the holiday stuff at Disney. Yeah. I mean, I think it makes sense to do a Disney episode kind of early on yeah. in the season. Yeah, I, f- I feel you. I, uh, I agree, I guess. Especially if Disney's doing it, it makes sense. <laughs> but it's definitely a business move. But headlines. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so today in food news. Food news. There is now available at Tortuga Tavern in Adventureland and Magic Kingdom, right across from Pirates of the Caribbean, a cookies and cream churro. Hmm. How does that sound to you? That sounds cool. I'd eat that. Yeah? (laughs) So it literally is like a chocolatey churro casing, Mm -hmm. and on the inside it has a nice creamy layer. Yeah. Ooh, I can't wait to try it. So you know how like Tokyo Disneyland has like, you know, their thing is like popcorn flavors. Yes. What would you say would be that for, like, WDW, let's say? Like, people would go, like, oh, my God, they have, like, these things. Mm, that's a good question. Although, I mean, you could kind of think about all the cult foods are kind of, like, a thing. So, like, the Dole Whip, the Citrus Swirl. But they don't have that in uh, Tokyo Disneyland? I didn't see a Dole Whip. No. So, I can't tell you. Okay. If, if they do or well, not, because I haven't researched look. that one. We didn't look. <laughs> Way to catch me off guard. <laughs> but... Yeah, that's a good question, though. Because popcorn still is a big thing at Walt Disney World. Uh-huh. Everybody loves the popcorn. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just not as many flavors, I guess you yeah. could say, as Tokyo. Huh, okay. But a lot of things are popular, like the Mickey Pretzel, the Mickey Premium, which is yeah. the the candy or ice cream bar that mm-hmm. they have, even the ice cream sandwiches. Like, everything in itself is just, like... Disney food in general is the yeah, thing. Like, gotcha. it doesn't have to be like, oh, just one type of food, and here's how we do it in all these different ways. And we have an episode on cult favorites, so we don't have to. We don't oh, have to go into it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, fine, fine. Then I won't. What's the next? Uh, what's the next headline? All right. So, Epcot Flower and Garden Festival. The dates have been announced, okay. and it's going to run from February 28th all the way to May 28th. Which means there's going to be 90 days of flowery fun. At Epcot. Is it usually 90 days? I think this is the longest time it's going to be running. Cool. Unless it was last year, 90 days as well. But it's going to be three months of flower and garden. Nice. 
which I honestly prefer Flower and Garden more to Food and Wine. Mm-hmm. Um, one, because of crowd levels, and two, I think I just really, really enjoy the topiaries that they that they put together. Mm-hmm. Um, you really like Flower and Garden Festival as well. Or I just like flowers. Oh, okay. So that's my uh, that's why it appeals to me. <laughs> it has nothing like to do with flowers. <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to do with, with the, the garden aspect as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have they usually have kind of a a headliner, so somebody who's going to be the 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 mascot, you mm-hmm. could say, of the festival. So that hasn't been announced yet. Nor has the um, Garden Rocks headliners concert series been announced. So. We don't know all the details yet, but mm-hmm. we do know that it's coming. Cool. It is coming. All right. So my last headline today is going to be on a holiday note, since it is almost the holidays. Yes. Ricard. Well, it's the holidays. I mean, Thanksgiving is coming up, so. Okay. Technically, well, it's the holidays. It's just not Christmas. <laughs> technically. So you know how um, the Grand Floridian has a gingerbread house that they build? Mm-hmm. Well, other resorts also have gingerbread um, also have what? Gingerbread construction. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. G- gingerbread construction. At the Boardwalk Resort, there's a carousel that they build. And at the Contemporary, they have um, a Mary Blair, who is one of the, the, the main inspiration behind It's a Small World kind of design. Mm-hmm. They have a Mary Blair-inspired uh, design okay. made out of gingerbread. So in years past, ever since Frozen came out, it's been Frozen. But in a strange turn of events, they have changed it to Cinderella, which is crazy because Frozen is such a humongous property and Disney is kind of acknowledging like, okay, guys, maybe we should throw it back to the classics. Let's put Cinderella here. They probably feel like people are not caring about Cinderella as much. Maybe she's losing her brand. Oh, maybe that's what it is. I was just thinking they were like genuinely trying to show her some love. No, I think... But they're trying to market her. Yeah, they're probably, like, not doing well. Like, they probably, like, did what they needed to do with Elsa, and now it's like, okay, they're both equal. Like, so now you pick your favorite. We're not going to... Oh, my goodness. Maybe. Poor Cinderella. Yeah, she'll be fine. Yeah, I guess. She's a princess now. Yeah. She wasn't always. I want to get into today's topic. All right. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Okay, because I'm really interested about what we're going to talk about right now. All right. I want to see what what this is going to be like. So today's topic is going to be all about Disney Resort hotels and how how to pick one. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I want to figure out like what the thought process is, and I have I have I want to know how do you pick one without mm-hmm. like work like you know not just being like oh this is the cheapest this is what we're gonna do yeah. like how do you pick one exactly and so first I kind of want to give a little background about my history with Disney Resort hotels because when we were going as kids we didn't stay necessarily in a Disney resort okay and I always kind of like looked on the people who were driving into the Disney resorts like wow they've got something way better than what I've got going on right now mm-hmm. um, and then like when I became a little bit older and you know we could actually go to and stay in the Disney resort hotels you kind of you felt the difference instantly mm-hmm. I mean this is not to say that if you stay at, a, at an off-site resort for whatever reason, that you're not going to have a magical experience anyways. But for me, it wasn't. Okay. It was just not as magical. And so what are some of the things that you would think are going into? Like, if you were choosing a hotel, what would you think would be the first thing to choose? Proximity. Proximity? Okay. 
And given the fact that most Disney hotels are pretty close to Disney parks, what would be the next thing? Budget. Budget? Okay. And then after budget? That's all I got. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Well, when choosing a Disney hotel, I feel like there are so many more things that you have to consider than just proximity and budget. Although, speaking of budget, it is probably going to be the first thing a lot of people go to because Mm -hmm. that's going to filter out how you actually choose what you want. Mm -hmm. But given that, here are some things that you need to consider. Just no matter where you stay on Disney property, if you're staying in a Disney resort, there's already a lot of things going on that are going to be positive for your trip. Number one, you can make fast pass reservations 30 more days in advance than people who are staying off property. Okay. Number two, this is reason you're just giving right now general reasons. General reasons why this isn't specific to one resort versus another. This is general. Yeah, exactly. So these are going to be things that you're going to get no matter what hotel you stay in. If it's a Disney property hotel, these are going to be benefits that you're going to get. Okay. So there's the fast pass bookings that you can do earlier. Mm -hmm. And then parking is actually free if you are staying at an on property resort. So you wouldn't have to pay the $20 a day parking fee Gotcha. if you were to stay somewhere off property. But what if you're an annual pass holder? You can, well, then that doesn't matter because annual pass holders do get free parking. Gotcha. But it wasn't always like that. But it is now. But it is now. Okay, gotcha. So free parking is stay on property or you're an annual pass holder. Okay, what yes. else? <laughs> I see Ricard, he's, he's trying to organize all his thoughts. Yeah, into I want to get this. <laughs> WTF. <laughs> all right. And then something that's also um, important is transportation. So Disney will not only provide bus services, for instance, to and from resorts and parks, but they will pick you up from the airport, let's say, if you were mm. flying in, and they will transport your bags to your room that you're staying in. For free? For free. Really? Yeah. That's Which interesting. We've never had to do because we're not going to fly into Orlando from Miami. Yeah, maybe. Maybe one day. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay, cool. Nice. Nice to know, though. Yeah. So especially if you have friends who are visiting mm-hmm. out of town that you're going to be meeting, you can say, well, Disney does offer this service, by the way. Yeah. Hmm. And I think the last thing and the most important thing that's going to be an added benefit of staying on property is extra magic hours. And what that is, extra hours that you can stay in the parks or you can go earlier into the parks if Mm -hmm. you're staying at one of the resort hotels. And no matter what hotel you're staying at, from the most expensive all the way down to the most um, cost-friendly. Yeah. So it's going to be either an hour before park opening, and this varies depending on the day Mm -hmm. from park to park, or you can stay an extra three hours after the park closes. Mm -hmm. So imagine this, Magic Kingdom closes at 11 p.m especially during the summer. Mm -hmm. And they have extra magic hours during the evening. That means Magic Kingdom, for you as a person staying on property, is going to stay open until 1 a.m. Gotcha. How fun is that? So it's extra hours. Mm -hmm. Cool. Extra magic hours. Extra magical hours. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So those are just some of the benefits about why you might want to maybe pay a little bit more to stay on property mm-hmm. um, because you do get a little bit uh, more out of your Disney trip, yeah. you could say. Cool. Okay. All right. So let's talk price because price, of course, is going to be a big filter for a lot of people. Um, the Disney properties are divided into three categories. So deluxe, moderate, mm-hmm. and value. Deluxe is going to be the most expensive of all the resorts. And with that comes a lot of different things. And there's eight total deluxe resorts that they have, which is technically the most 
in one category compared to moderate in value, which I thought was interesting. So there's more options available, like if you want to spend, like make it rain. Yeah, basically. Okay. <laughs> basically. Gotcha. Um, but with staying at a deluxe resort, you're going to get, oh, I want to say a lot for your money, but I mean, that's all relative. Okay, because it's expensive. Yeah, exactly. Hell, so. That's all relative. <laughs> but you're going to get the most amenities in terms of dining options. The pool theming is going to be way more extensive. The actual theming of the park, of the hotel grounds is going to be more extensive. And bottom line, your room is actually going to be much bigger. Yeah. than in a value resort. Gotcha. So those are the types of things that you have to kind of think about when to justify the cost, I guess, mm-hmm. when you're picking out a resort to stay at. And of all of the deluxe resorts, the Grand Floridian is the most expensive to stay at. Yes. That is the premier Disney resort, you could say. Yeah. And at the so time... That's the standard. <laughs> yeah. Okay. A really high standard. Yeah. <laughs> at the time of this recording... The least expensive room inside the Grand Floridian is going at $576 a night. Nice. So That's crazy. Quite pricey. <laughs> it's crazy. But it does have the most unique dining options, you could say, mm-hmm. um, with, within the deluxe realm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So next is going to be moderate resorts. And there are five of these. Five. And again, the rooms are a little bit larger than value, but they're going to be a little bit smaller than deluxe. So it's going mm-hmm. to be kind of that, that sweet spot kind of in the middle. Um, usually in modern, res- or modern, moderate resorts, they're going to also have very well-themed grounds. They're going to have pool areas that are also very well-themed. Um, but this is where you actually start to see like the more motel style layout of, a ho- like of the mm-hmm. resort. So you're not going to necessarily have a balcony like you would if you were staying at a deluxe and it's not going to be the interior doors, but it's going to be doors that open to the outside. Okay. Yeah. And next we're going to do the value. And then value, there's also five resorts that you mm-hmm. can choose from. And it's this is more of... It kind of gets the job done. It's a nice place to lay your head. Mm-hmm. There's still going to be a lot of theming because after all, it is Disney. And as you might remember, when we stayed at Pop Century, there was the, just the humongous Rubik's Cube staircase, for instance, mm-hmm. that we could walk up and down. So you're going to have big, larger-than-life theming like that as well. Yeah, okay. And there's still going to be plenty of pool options to to go to also, mm-hmm. if, if you're into that. And this is Walt Disney World specifically. This is not any other park. We're talking only about Walt Disney World. Correct. Okay, gotcha. Like these value like rankings and stuff. Like, do they have these type of rankings at other parks like By Disneyland? Other, okay, I was gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> so Disneyland, they have also resort hotels, but they don't have as much space, so they don't have the massive grounds that Walt Disney World has. Okay. So they do have a few hotels, but they're not going to be as staggered as mm-hmm. what Walt Disney World has. Mm-hmm. Um, the theming is different. But depending on what hotel you go to. Mm-hmm. But the actual um, variety, I would say, is way more extensive at Walt Disney World. Interesting. Okay, cool. Yeah. So if that wasn't enough, <laughs> mm-hmm. other options include staying at a villa, which is kind of a more like a, a condo type atmosphere that's also within one of the deluxe, moderate, 
Value. Va- not value, because value doesn't have villas. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's going to be in the deluxe or moderate resorts that they do have villa options, which is if you know you have a larger party yeah. or what have you. Okay, cool. And you can also camp. Yeah, by the Wilderness Lodge? Yes, okay. at Fort Wilderness Campgrounds, you yeah. can also camp. Which is, that's, um, I'm interested in doing that. Is So, do you have to pay to camp there? You do. Do you know how much it is? I believe, the last time I checked, it was between like 50 and $100 for a, a campsite. Yeah, depending on the time of the year. But I think that also depends on what type of hookup you need. Like um, what camp space you choose, because yeah, you can yeah. have like a smaller campground, campsite, mm-hmm. compared to maybe what you would need like an RV for. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely pretty cost effective. Mm-hmm. And if you have a camper. If you have a camper. Yeah. <laughs> or a tent. We could use a tent. You can just tent up out there? Yeah, you, you could. You need to have like your car with it? No. You, I mean, you can, you know, hook up your... I wouldn't tent. You wouldn't tent? No. I'd have to be like in a, in a structure, only because of the whole alligator thing. Well, you know they have cabins there. Okay, so the next thing that you're going to need to consider when you're booking a resort is availability. Okay. Because let's say you are... It's a big one. (laughs) (laughs) So let's say you're booking a last-minute trip. The the resort that you want to stay at might not be available. So you always need to consider the time of the year um, and if you're booking last-minute. And for instance, Florida residents actually have an advantage over some because they get discounted rates depending on the time of the year. So for instance, right now, there's discounted rates on All-Star Sports, Grand Floridian, and Coronado Springs. So one moderate, one value, and one deluxe. Gotcha. Which is pretty cool, but the problem is those resort rates also go away a lot faster because people start to book them up. Yeah. So, duh. Yeah. If it's not available, you can't go there. Yes. <laughs> All right. So here's the next thing. You might also want to consider location to the parks. So here's my go-to example of this one. Okay. If it's food and wine, you might want to stay close to Epcot. So my dream, and this I've never done this before. This is just my dream, is to go to food and wine and then be able to walk back to the boardwalk resort because mm, it's right on the property basically. exactly okay because you could literally walk like less than a half a mile yeah. to epcot and you're at at your resort yeah how nice would that be yeah so oh. that's where like proximity kind of comes into play mm-hmm. okay and the cool thing is about the boardwalk resorts so that also includes the beach club and the yacht club mm-hmm. is that it's also walking distance from hollywood studios mm-hmm. so you kind of get that two bang for your buck yeah yeah and then if you think about it even further for those resorts, you can take the monorail from Epcot to Magic Kingdom as well. Mm-hmm. So that means you can walk to two parks and then take the monorail to the other park. The only thing is Animal Kingdom. You're just going to have to figure out that. So is that where? You, so you, you're saying that the boardwalk would be this where you get the most bang for your buck? I'm saying that the boardwalk, if you wanted to have proximity to those particular parks, yeah. then it's probably going to be a really good option. Which one is the Grand Floridian the closest to? The Grand Floridian. Which is the most expensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Grand Floridian is going to be closest to Magic Kingdom. Okay. And so that also includes the Contemporary Resort and the Polynesian Resort, which are both also deluxe resorts. Mm-hmm. And they're all in the monorail loop. And you take the monorail directly to Magic Kingdom, which is pretty cool. Hmm. Also a dream. Also a dream. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it'd just be so nice to be at the end of a long day at the parks and you don't have to actually take a ferry 
to the parking lot yeah. and then take a tram to your car mm. and then just go. Yeah. You know, it would just be so fun to be able to just walk right back to your room. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, but that's another thing. And I'm glad you brought up where the Grand Floridian proximity is, because if you are considering being at Magic Kingdom a lot, then maybe you would want to try to stay at one of those Magic Kingdom area resorts. Mm -hmm. So either the ones on the monorail loop or actually Wilderness Lodge. Wilderness Lodge is a, mon a Magic Kingdom area resort. Although not on the monorail, you can take a little boat all the way to Magic Kingdom. Oh, there's a, you can take a boat to Magic Kingdom from the Wilderness Lodge? Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. You just hop on. Yeah. So, but that one is closest to Magic Kingdom, the yes, Wilderness Lodge. It is. Okay. And actually, you have to go under the gates of the Magic Kingdom in order to get to Wilderness Lodge. Yeah. Hmm. Let's go under, wait, what? Yeah, you have to go through the parking gate where there's a parking attendant where they are like, oh yeah, you have to pay $20 for parking. Okay, so Just you go to go to the way. Wilderness Lodge. Yeah, but you don't have to actually pay it. You just tell them, oh, I'm going to the Wilderness Lodge. Oh, okay. And then they let you through. Oh, okay, gotcha. But I feel like a lot of parking is probably unpaid because of that caveat. Yeah, I wouldn't... I wouldn't, like... That's like a... But cheating, you would do the right thing. That's a che cheating Disney thing. <laughs> you would do the right thing. <laughs> All right. So after location to parks, I think the next big thing, and this is going to play a lot of weight, I feel like, when you're really talking about Disney resorts, is mm -hmm. theming. Yes. Because... The theme and how the resort makes you feel is probably going to enhance your experience so much more. Okay. And this is not just in the deluxe resorts like Animal Kingdom Lodge where there's a savanna or the Wilderness Lodge where it feels like you're in the Pacific Northwest, but even in some of the moderate and the value resorts, you can stay in a pirate themed room. You can stay in a Lion King themed room. Mm -hmm. So that in itself might be a big draw for you, especially if you have somebody who's a big pirates fan for yeah. instance can you change like or can you request those types of things like those types of rooms like for an extra charge okay, okay. <laughs> but i you do have available. to yeah exactly okay. yeah because if it's not available you can't stay there so it's, but it's not just like a look of the, like if not it would be a luck of the draw type of thing though you would most likely stay in just a, a standard room because those are special rooms and they are at, a, oh. at an increased rate oh okay so off the bat it's an increased rate, like, and you <laughs> might not, you're not going to get it unless you ask for it. Basically. At those, okay, gotcha. Yeah, which I feel like makes sense because maybe somebody doesn't want to stay in a pirate ship at night. I mean, I don't know who wouldn't, but... Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I, I get it, yeah. Interesting. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that might be something also to consider when mm -hmm. you are going to select what resort you're going to be at. And then beyond that is going to also be amenities. You know, what are your plans? Are you going to be spending a lot of time in the parks then maybe mm -hmm. you don't want to spend the money on a deluxe resort because you're never going to be in your room yeah what about if you want to cook Ooh, i'm so glad you asked because if you do want to cook then <laughs> if you do want to cook then there are studio villas for instance that you can get that have a little kitchenette they yeah. have there's also villas that you can get a full kitchen pots yeah. pans the whole nine okay those are the villas yeah okay but that's going to definitely come at an increased rate because that's a, although that sounds awesome. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, increased charge if you wanted to do that. Yeah. Although with the kitchen, you would have a bigger room. So again, it's kind of those compromises that you have to take for the cost in terms, you know, yeah, for yeah. that kind of thing. Um, 
But yeah, and then you have to kind of think about what your family's needs are. Are they going to want that well-themed pool like Storm Along Bay at the beach and yacht club? Mm-hmm. Or are they going to be okay with having, you know, the kind of the, the standard pool hole in the ground at Pop Century, for yeah. instance? Yeah. Which I think, I, I really think that the value resorts are underrated. I think they're awesome for what they are. Yeah. So. It's definitely fun. And it looks like when we were there last, like a lot of people have a lot of fun there. Mm-hmm. And like, it's a lot of like, I feel like you can just let your kids go wild there. Where it's like, I feel like if you do that at the Grand Floridian, it might not be like, I don't know. It's just, it seems different. You know, like, for example, like we were in that like little bar area, like mm-hmm. they have those kinds of things. Like, I guess it seems more adulty like at like a place like the Grand Floridian versus like when we were at the Value Resort, it feels like kids just run, kids wild. Just run wild and you know, you just do what you want there kind of thing. So I don't know. That's the feel that I got. That's interesting that that's, that's your feel. Mm-hmm. Although, I mean, obviously like Grand Floridian's super duper fancy, mm-hmm. but you just got that right off the bat, like the vibe. Yeah. That's super cool. Well, another thing that depending on the resort you go to, some of them have spas. Mm-hmm. And again, if you're not really planning on doing a lot of uh, park things, then maybe mm-hmm. you want to stay at one of the hotels with a spa. Or if you want to do a lot of different types of dining experiences, then maybe you want to stay at a resort that's going to have a lot of dining experiences like the Polynesian, the Grand Floridian, Contemporary. Yeah. So all of those things are m- even more things to consider. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the end of the day, I think that what is going to make your decision, like even amongst if you were only choosing between the value resorts, is like what type of feeling do you want to have when you go to your hotel at the end of the day? Yeah. So how would how would people figure that out? Like how would how would you know what type of feeling you want to get? Like how would you know what type of feeling you would get at a resort if you've never been there? I think it's just a matter of knowing what the name is and because if you think about like all star sports, for instance. If you are not like a sports fan, like if you really don't care, Mm -hmm. then maybe you're not going to have that same feeling as if you were to go to all-star movies and, oh, I love movies. Let me, Mm -hmm. let me stay at this one instead. Even though they're going to be the same price, the layout's going to be the same in terms of room size and things like that, that might make the difference in your trip. Mm -hmm. But how would someone see what the differences are between those two? Like how would someone just be like, oh, that's just a name. Cool. Like, how would they know what the differences are? Is it, like, on the website where it, like, goes through all the theming and stuff? Yeah. Luckily, all of the pictures of the resorts are available on the Disney website. And there are so many fan sites, too, that have pictures available. And there's videos on YouTube giving tours of all of these rooms. Mm-hmm. So the content is definitely out there. So if you had the time to do your research beforehand, mm-hmm. especially if you wanted to really, really stay at a resort that's going to be specific and tailored to you, yeah. then, you know, go check all these sites out. Luckily, it's available. It used to not really be that widely available. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty cool that it is now. Yeah. And even more so, like what I like to do is go on YouTube and watch room tours just, you know, in the morning. So they have room tours? Yeah. What is that? Like a video tour through the room that somebody has taken. Okay. So you can search like Grand Floridian um, room. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And you can find it for any resort Mm -hmm. that you want. And there's going to be a fan that has put up a video of this room, which is awesome. Like, it's awesome that the community is so willing to put in the time and share what they have. Yeah. You know, it makes it makes the magic better for us when we're in between trips, I guess. Gotcha. So, Ricard, are you would you lean towards a certain resort 
knowing what you know about Disney at this point? Well, it depends on what my budget is. Okay. Well, given <laughs> and, and all this stuff that we have to consider now. I know. I know it's a lot of information, but given, let's say, no budget restrictions. Probably the Wilderness Lodge. Why is that? I don't know. I thought it was really cool when I, when I went there. So it's the theming. Like, to me, the theming for that one feels like it's, like, the most, like, engulfing in terms of making you feel like you've been so, you're somewhere different. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, it definitely is. And that's a great example of really how you can kind of feel like you're not... A Disney World anymore. Mm-hmm. Aside from the fact that, you know, in the little shop, they have Mickey-shaped items. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that one you really get taken out of, like, what you feel like where you are. Yeah. I mean, and this is the thing, though, about Disney. Like, no matter where you stay, to some degree, you always feel like you're taken out of reality. Yeah. Because it's so... You feel the magic yeah. within you. It's like magic in your face. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Richie got really scared. Yeah, I was terrified. <laughs> By the magic. But you know what? Here's the crazy thing about Disney. You don't have to stay at any of these resorts yes. to actually enjoy all the wonderful things that they have to offer. Huh. And here's the example I'll give. It's about food, because it's always about food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the beignets, that's a specialty thing that you can find at Port Orleans French Quarter. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to stay there to go get beignets in the morning if you wanted to. You could just go. Yeah. That's true. And not only that, I feel like the time of the year, especially, warrants a trip to all these different types of resorts because they are all so well-themed for the holidays Mm -hmm. that why wouldn't you want to go and experience all of them? Yeah. And it's just wonderful that Disney allows you the opportunity to go into these resorts and just experience it, even if you're staying there or not. Mm -hmm. In case you make the wrong decision. In case you make the wrong decision. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Well, that's all I got. Nice. Well, I sure learned a lot, and I think this is a, a pretty comprehensive <laughs> overview of, you know, what you need to know before you pick a resort. All the things that you need to pick. Yes. <laughs> There's a lot. Everything that you need to know is going to be right here <laughs> that you just either heard or saw. But if I did forget everything, please let me know. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Yes. Um, if you're listening right now, we'd appreciate, obviously... If you can just leave us a rating, let us know what you think. Anywhere that you're listening, whether it's Google Play, which we are now on Google Play. Uh, We just got approved today. And uh, if you're on iTunes, we definitely appreciate a subscription there with a rating and a comment. And we're also on SoundCloud. Where else are we? Twitter, Instagram, Instagram, Facebook, and Medium.com. Alexa Voice. Alexa Voice is pending. Pending. We have not gone on there yet, but we're hoping to have a cool flash briefing for you coming in the future. Yeah. And as always, thank you guys so much for listening, for taking the time out of your day to spend with us. We hope this brought a little bit of magic to your day and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.